Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Hardworking Man Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Heath, and we're going to look back at 2023 and what happened here at the Hardworking Man and just in our lives in general. It was kind of a whirlwind. <laughs> the busiest year we've ever had, and I thought it would calm down because two of the kids were gone to school. It didn't matter. With mm-hmm. YouTube picking up and just everything going on, It was just crazy. We do not ever stop. And I thought things would slow down. Instead, things ramped up. Right. So you might notice if you're watching on YouTube and can see the video behind us is our wood burning insert that we have in our house and there's no fire going. Why is that? It is actually (laughs) one of the coldest days of the year out. It snowed today, which then turned to rain. Right. But we got the outdoor wood boiler hooked up, so we don't need this indoor wood stove burning unless it's really cold or we want some extra heat or ambiance right in fact i wanted him to have the fire going on christmas morning and that was a terrible idea we had to open up all the doors we were way too hot (laughs) so it looked great though so how does it work everyone's been asking for an update how does the wood boiler work how do you like it and there's some very noticeable differences number one it is warm in the house and the kitchen. like The kitchen. Normally our house stays pretty warm. We got vaulted ceilings, all the bedrooms are upstairs, and the heat rises up there. So naturally, it does pretty good up there. But the kitchen's on the far end of our house on the same level as the wood stove. So the heat doesn't get down there. How do we know? Well, because like our butter is hard and our honey right. is there's solid. there's no room temperature. <laughs> but now that was like, oh my gosh. This the butter is, is soft. The butter's soft, just sitting out on the counter. I don't free... Typically, I don't want to even eat dinner at our dining room table, in our kitchen, in the winter. It's too cold. It's miserable for me. I need to be under a blanket. Not anymore. Now I'm like sweating just existing. So this is a whole... My body's going to have to acclimate. Yeah, because we got it cranked up It's only set at 70. Toasty 70 (laughs) degrees in here. But when you're used to in the 60s, because I'm cheap, 70 feels hot. No, And it's spread out better throughout the house because it now runs through the furnace and circulates the heat. All throughout. So for the first time since living here in eight years, it's actually comfortable in the winter to just be sitting around. I have I have bare feet right now, and I'm not miserable. <laughs> and not blankets. We always have blankets. <laughs> yeah. The other very noticeable difference is our hot water. Oh, it's smoking hot. Like when I'm washing dishes, I have to be careful it burns my hands. And there's like I... The level that you have to have it on your shower for it to be comfortable, it's way lower now. It just is burning. And her huge bathtub can fill all the way up without running out of hot water. <laughs> no, there's no way I could go on that. I would boil. <laughs> it is so hot. So those are kind of fun. Those are very noticeable differences so far. But it's only been installed for, what, a week and a half? And it hasn't been cold. It's just been rainy. So when it gets cold, I'm going to have to put more wood in it. But so far, it's been great. And that was actually a big accomplishment for us in 2023. Because not only did I buy the used wood boiler, but I got it installed in the same year that I bought it. Rachel thought it would take mm -hmm. me three to four years to get that thing installed. And I actually got that done. (laughs) That's why he's like, you didn't even want this. I said, I just didn't want it sitting in my yard for three years because I know how you work. Now, talking about 2023, one of my biggest fails, and it was completely my fault and 100% a fail, was the kitchen. I had every intention of getting that kitchen done this year, and I didn't. I did not get the kitchen done. And I can make excuses. The tractor broke, the truck broke, the car broke, everything broke. But ultimately, I set myself a goal, and I didn't get it done. And that was a huge failure. And so now it's a goal to get done for 2024. And we just took a big step in the right direction 
It was a sad day, but we sold the Easton made 1222 wood splitter that I was supposed to have sold almost a year ago. Yeah, when no, I don't there, want to part with it. There were promises made when that came to our wood yard. That well, plans changed, plans evolved, but I it, it's finally gone, and that's a big step because it gives us some money, it gives us some space in the garage to work, and it was something that needed to be done. I didn't like to see it go, but no. ultimately, because he's a hoarder, he just wants to keep every. You never know when are you going to need this. It's equity. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, so I cashed in some equity today. Cashed in some equity. You've got a lot more you need to cash in. I can look around and find lots of things. No, no, no. Unnecessary. Yeah. Now, YouTube, as far as 2023 went, I would say it was a huge success. We did a lot of things that I think were really mm-hmm. neat, really successful, and it led to us meeting our goal of subscriber growth. We started the year at roughly 4,000 and I wanted to grow by at least half again. So I wanted to add six, which would put us at 10. And I think by the end of today, by New Year 2024, we'll have hit 12,000 subscribers. We're four or five away right now. Which, funny enough, when you look at the, um, what are those called? Analytics? Yes, the analytics. Uh, I think like 17% of our viewers are subscribed. <laughs> yeah, so if you're watching or listening and not subscribed, hit that button like, and let's get us to 12K before 2024. Way more people are watching than are subscribed. And you may not understand from a content creator's point of view, those subscribers are more than just an ego boost. It's literally what helps you get sponsorships, which can help pay the bills, which can help it turn into a full-time gig, which can just help bring better content and better videos to the viewers. So even if... And get us some cool stuff to put in to show comparisons, because <laughs> right. that's what we love doing I'm here like, on Hardworking Man. Being subscribed doesn't cost you anything, and it really does help out content creators. So not just our channel, if there's lots of other channels that you watch regularly, subscribe to them. And if you don't know how, shoot me a message, and I'll teach you how. <laughs> So earlier this year, we started out 2023 with a road trip. The kids were still off school on Christmas break. break. It was January. And throughout just getting to know this guy through the channel and one thing leading to another, Old Blue, our old commercial log splitter, he reached out when we got a new one and he wanted to buy it. And some things happened and he fell on some hard times and whatever. And I said, you know what? We're going to go down and not only buy a grapple that we were going to trade for the Old Blue, but we're going to split some wood for him because he was unable to due to some health conditions. And I wanted to just go do something for somebody, take the boys, teach them about helping other people. And so we hit the road, all wood log splitter down to Missouri. It got cut short with a thunderstorm, but we got some wood split for him, picked up that grapple that we've added to the channel. And it was a lot of fun. The kids enjoyed it. We had a fun time, a experience at Taco Bell like we will never forget. I, I mean, that was last year, January, and I'm pretty sure no one still wants to eat Taco Bell. It, it was just the did scariest, us in. The scariest fast food experience of my life <laughs> that him, could be a whole new episode we threw out all of our food once we got into the car was it we over got it 30 dollars worth of and food. he was like nope we Can't are not. It. After, and for him to throw oh, it out 
You know it was bad. It was bad, so. <laughs> but everyone does. I mean, maybe it's good. No one literally wants to eat Taco Bell anymore. It's, yeah, so mm-hmm. sorry, Taco Bell. One of your Missouri restaurants has cost you probably a lifetime of Taco Bell yeah, eating. Yeah, that was our... really bad. An awesome thing that we did on the channel that ended up being a big hit and helping a lot of people was a little series we started called Splitter Wars. And all it was was us getting splitters from different manufacturers, different makes, models, and trying to put them head-to-head in as fair a comparison as possible. We had an Easton Made 1222. We had a Wolfridge Pro 28C. We had the Allwood Musclewood. We did a Battle of the Box store where we put a County Line, a Champion, and I believe a Northern Tool all head-to-head. And it wasn't to show which one was better or which one was not better. It was just to show the differences. We showed specs. We showed how they operate, how fast they were. And then we tried to split the same amount of wood just as fast as we could yeah. safely and just show what these machines yeah. could do. And it was a lot of fun. We also did the all wood muscle wood versus the county line and David versus Goliath just to show the true value of a commercial log splitter because... Right. Ultimately, our channel is all about helping people, and when you're trying to look for one of these machines, it's hard to find good information on them, so we thought Mm -hmm. that would be a good idea, and it turned out great. Right, because unless you go to one of these shows that they have around the country, you're you're not going to see it in person. You're not going to see it, even at a show, you're not seeing a head-to-head competition to see if it's worth it for you to put down a sizable amount of money versus just buy something cheaper at a box store, so that was fun. That was fun, and a lot of people, I think, enjoyed it. And another thing that we did was made maple syrup for our second year. And we did a lot better. We had a better process, but we still have some room for improvement because I smashed the back window out of my truck, loaded an IBC tote of sap. So we need to figure out something. I I have an idea for this year. Hopefully it goes better. But with all the mud and rain, I don't know that we're even going to be able to hardly collect sap without completely destroying our trails in the woods, it's going to have to freeze. Yeah, I I mean, last year it was really bitter cold for a lot of the winter. It has not barely gotten below 40. No, so it hasn't stopped raining. It's a very different season going on here. But I love that we have maple syrup. It's yummy. <laughs> we love it. It's like we have a cupboard full of it, more than we'll ever be able to eat before no, no, we'll eat next it. year. Well, because he puts it in his whiskey now. And on so. vanilla ice cream. If you haven't put <laughs> real maple syrup on vanilla ice cream, you haven't lived. It's amazing. Yeah, so that's fun. Oh, speaking of the the muddy trails, I was going to say we'll have more mud bogging with the Massey videos. Which we did that right before we left for Hoosier Firewood Hysteria. We just went out to get some firewood. I don't log our own woods or harvest firewood from our woods during hunting season because we don't want to mess it up for hunting. So a little bit before we went down to Hoosier Firewood Hysteria, that's put on by Mike at K&L, where we split wood for Vietnam Veterans Campground, which was a lot of fun and very rewarding. We went out and we made this video. We just took the Massey, we took the trailer, the DR log trailer, and we went out and we cut up some wood and we hauled it out. And it was yeah. so muddy, it was mud bogging <laughs> with the Massey. And why are That's we talking about that? <laughs> because it ended up being our number one viewed video of all time with over 550,000 views. And when we put it out, we were like, should we even put this out? Is anybody going to watch it? And that's how crazy YouTube is. We'll put out a video that we're like, man, that's sweet. People are going to love it. 
and it does nothing. Right. And then we'll put one out and we're like, I don't know, like, is, is it up to our standards? Is it what we want? And we put it out and it just blows up. So mud bogging right. with the Massey. If you haven't seen it, check it out. People right. love it. Like, does anyone want to watch me driving a tractor in the mud? Yes. Yes. Half a million, <laughs> over half a million people can't be wrong. Which that Massey's pretty sweet. I, that Did we get that last year or is that... Um, Was that a 2023 edition? I'm not sure when I bought that. I bought I that from know. a buddy, and it's been awesome. The Massey's love it. pretty cool. An old vintage Massey 30 <laughs> Ferguson 35 gas tractor. You bump that starter button, it fires up, and it does everything we ask of it. Right. So, so that was a first for me, driving that tractor. Yeah. Running it. So <laughs> so we had that. And then speaking of Hoosier Firewood Hysteria, like I said, Mike from KNL put it on. He's doing it again this year. We it's brought the Allwood and our log table down. Hence Hoosier. And there were all kinds of YouTube people there, people there just to help. We split from logs to splits for them to sell and support their campground over 30 full cords of firewood in one day. And everyone was completely exhausted by the end of the day once again a thunderstorm was rolling in so we were going to camp that night we packed up we went to a hotel and that was one of the greatest decisions ever because we got showers and we oh, went yeah. to bed because and otherwise i mean there were bath i think there were showers at this camp there were right? but a but warm shower and a soft bed in a hotel uh, it wasn't that even that day. soft it's a hotel bed but a bed after that day of work Everybody was just whipped, but it was it was a lot of fun, and I think we're going back this year. So check out Mike from KNL Firewood. Check out Who's Your Firewood Hysteria, and if you can make yeah, it, we have head a video. Watch our video. Hey, we got get a video like about a gist it. of what went on that day. It was nonstop chainsaws and log splitters running from sunup to sundown. Yes. Literally, we filmed our exit as the sun was setting. So it. It was a long day. It was a long, dirty <laughs> day. And there were a lot of great wood splitters there. Mm-hmm. And speaking of wood splitters, we added a splitter to the channel. And mm-hmm. it was one of the few pieces of equipment that I've warned people not to spend their money on. And it was no offense to Mark Marine. Mark gave this to us. Before we gave him blue, he wanted to give it to us when we were down there. And we got the grapple. We didn't get the splitter. But when he came up to pick old blue up, which we gave to Mark later on because of a few things that transpired, and we just wanted to help him out. So we gave him old blue. He didn't allow us to completely give it to him. He did give us some money for it, which he didn't have to do. And then he gave us a Power King Kinetic Splitter that he bought, and it just didn't work for him. And it didn't work for us either. So... (laughs) If we can save anyone from buying that, oh my goodness, that thing is all out dangerous. We didn't even know what it was going to do until it was shooting. Yeah, we try not to (laughs) say bad things about products, but we also are honest in our reviews, and that one was worth, I think, warning people, Mm -hmm. because I wouldn't want to spend my hard-earned money on that. So if you watch it and you... It has a like, lot of limitations. I don't want to buy one of those. <laughs> I'll buy something else. Then if we help one person, we did our job right. there. So another thing we did, which was a huge hit and an absolute blast, was we started a hardworking man third of a cord challenge where if you don't watch YouTube or you don't know firewood or whatever, all it is is it's a, a fixed amount of wood and we wanted to see how fast two people working together could split it into a manageable size piece. And we started, and we thought we had a pretty good time, and it only took a couple days for us to get beat. And a lot of different channels took part in it. Andrew from Easton Made Wood Splitters, he took part in it, and he set an absolute smoking time that I believe was probably almost unbeatable. (laughs) 
But then we decided to beat him. And we did that by, I guess, twisting the rules. Because the rules were two people, one full or one third of a cord, and manageable size splits at the end. We didn't say one log splitter, so we used our Easton made 1222 and our Allwood muscle wood, and we were able to beat him. Right, which all he has to do is run his processor, and he'll beat us. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, what, what did he try to make Jeremy be? What character? Like that? Oh, he did a Hulk Hogan and Randy Macho Man <laughs> Savage, and he did awesome. He got into character, and Jeremy then uh, his not. wingman Jeremy... <laughs> Uh, let him down. He did not. He did not get into character. Oh, that was so funny. It was still a lot of fun, and that's what it's all about: having fun, interacting with other channels, and little challenges like that. Little things that you can get interaction between the channels. Yeah, it helps us to have fun. It helps content for everyone, and it helps smaller channels get noticed. And yeah, I think a lot of people. I mean, we tag them in our playlist for that. So I mean, even now, you want to run a third of a core challenge, we'll put you on the playlist and. Hopefully, people will see your stuff. Like we're all about, like helping, helping people other out the people way we've too. Been helped, so, check that out. We got a playlist on Hardworking Man. It's the third of a chord challenge, and there's a lot of great channels in there. We can't mm-hmm. name them all. There's some fun videos. We almost killed Phil from Allen Family Firewood. Right. <laughs> he, he was running Buster full speed in the That's hottest a day of the year. Splitter. That was nuts. And then they did a wet t-shirt challenge, which we took part in that. You know, yeah. these challenges and this stuff just with the community mm-hmm. working together, having fun. It's, it's a lot of fun oh, yeah. for us, and we love doing it. And we hope we can come up with something cool like that in 2024 where we can get more channels mm-hmm. to get involved. Yes, and so then, a little later, we decided to do an international trip. We did, and it was our first factory tour. First factory tour up at Trax Dolly. Trax Power in Dolly Canada. in Canada, because we needed a way to move our log splitters without always having to hook mm-hmm. it up to a truck, without having to hook it to a tractor. That all would, you're not moving it by hand, well, maybe no. a few inches. Well, and we have a tractor, but it, we have two properties that we work out of. So, so sometimes, sometimes it's, gone, it's not sometimes at it's this here. property and we need to move stuff. And yeah, you're not moving the Allwood with a four-wheeler. But that tracks power dolly. It's a battery-powered trailer dolly. That thing's a monster. It moves the Allwood. It moves my dump trailer. It moves. Mm-hmm. It, it has no lack for power. Traction no. sometimes because we have gravel and we have dirt and right now we have mud. So we haven't been using it a ton lately because it's just a two-wheeled dolly. It's not going to go through the mud. My tractors barely go through this mud right, right. now. My trucks are getting stuck in the yard. So yes. we need it to dry out so we can use that. But that was sort of fun because it was the first time we, as hardworking man, reached out to a company and we were able to go tour their facility, which we were more than impressed with. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Added a new piece of equipment to the channel that we can share. And I know some people have bought it and they've been really happy with them because it's a super useful tool that mm-hmm. until I started looking into it, I couldn't find much about. And when I started looking into it, I couldn't figure out what it could do or if it would work for me. So I thought, you know what, let's try it. And it ended up working out great. And then we got to add something awesome to the channel. The Easton Made Axis. Andrew from Easton Made Wood Splitters reached out and he was like, hey, I want to send you guys a splitter to run on your channel. Would you like the Ultra or the Axis? Two machines that I love, but the Axis, I'm glad I chose it because mm-hmm. we love the vertical splitter. It's another type of content we can bring, different things we can try, a whole new system of processing firewood. And the more we get to know Andrew and the guys at Easton Made, the more fun they are, the 
more we love that company just for the whole, I guess, uh, atmosphere. The, right. You just feel like like family when you're around Yeah, them. you're just like one of the guys yeah. hanging out with them. And there's a reason that when you go to these shows, the New York State Woodsman Show or the Paul Bunyan Show, a lot of people hang out at the Easton Maid booth because it's just a fun place to be. Yeah, they're very warm, very welcoming. It, it's been a lot of fun to have the access. I think we didn't realize how... I mean, I think maybe you thought it'd be more useful, but I didn't realize how useful it was going to be for us personally, like outside of YouTube, you know, like to make our, those bundle wood. The it's bundle just wood, so, boiler wood. Like just... if you watch our videos and you see me be like, this is impressed. Like I seriously, I don't make it up. It's real. Like I am impressed with the precision cuts. So speaking of the New York State's Woodsman show, that was another road trip we did. We went out there for the first time ever and it rained, and we got stuck, <laughs> and we got caught in downpours, but it was still a lot of fun. I would say the Paul Bunyan show was more fun, but that New York show was pretty fun, and we might go in this year in 2024. We haven't decided yet. It depends on my work schedule. And the kids' schedule. And the kids' schedule and everything, but we're going to make sure. We actually already have our room booked for the Paul Bunyan show, which was yes. the last trip we did in 2023, right. and that was better than ever. So much fun. Giving away the t-shirts, giving away prizes, mm -hmm. meeting people. We don't view ourselves as a big channel, but man, at that Paul Bunyan show, maybe it was because we were giving away free t-shirts. We couldn't go anywhere. We were constantly talking to people, which is awesome. More than we ever expected when we started this channel. I didn't expect anyone to know who we were the first year we went, and some people did. But this year... A lot of people did, and it was a blast, and in 2024, we'll be back, and I'm sure it's going to be even more fun because more people are getting involved in this community, more people are getting to know each other, and it's just becoming a huge event and a ton of fun. Yeah, no, it is a lot of fun. Outside of the event, it's a lot of fun hanging out and just talking to people. It's a great community. It is, and another thing we did, we did a lot, we had a lot of firsts in 2023 hey. because... We're you growing forgot to as a channel. That we, we celebrated our 21st year anniversary. Oh, I skipped that because you wrote it wrong. I didn't write it wrong. I wrote it right where it should be. <laughs> so, yes, we celebrated our 21st wedding anniversary, which that's a pretty long time. But I'll be honest, it doesn't feel like it's been that long. No, I'm still like 24, so I don't know how we got 21 years. <laughs> well, I was just saying because it's been so much fun. But, yes, you also do look and act young. <laughs> I feel like that was a dig. No, not at all. But uh, yeah, 21 years of marriage. Who would think that when Rachel was 16 and I was 18 and we worked together at Kmart that we'd end up being married for 21 years and probably going to make 22. Probably. <laughs> you got like five months left, so we'll <laughs> see how that good. kitchen's remodel going. I think we're good. The kitchen did. That was a, that was a fail on my part. Dude. Yeah, so then somebody kept bugging you and bugging you to get your chainsaws ported. Jason from Jason. Backyard Firewood over there <laughs> on the other side of the state. So what did we do? We Our first out. collaboration ever outside of these shows where you sort of work with other channels. We reached out with, to Joe from Dino Joe Mods. The guy does cool chainsaw modifications, knows more about doing that stuff than I ever could imagine knowing. Mm -hmm. And... I went there and ended up getting three chainsaws ported, 
which if you're not a chainsaw person, you don't know what that is. It's basically doing some machine work to allow better air and fuel flow for your chainsaws to run better with more power. And I wish I had done it before because it makes these saws so much more fun to run. And that's what it's all about, right? Production and having fun. And I think it was worth it because they're a lot more fun to run. They, they just sound nasty. <laughs> and they <That's>... sound. <laughs> he does a muffler mod. He ports them. That's he does all like the it. machining work. And they just sound sweet. And they put a smile on your face when you run them. So Which, if nothing else, that makes it worth it. I know. It. I was going to run the, the race, the racing saw. Yeah, he had a race saw. Muffler, but... And it, it uh, <laughs> slipped a ring or broke. It broke a ring while we were there. It's because race saws like, can do that. So. I think that's a blessing in disguise. I didn't know what I was getting into. <laughs> Rachel's going to run it. They're and... like, it's just as aggressive to run it as it looks. And I was like, well. <laughs> <laughs> had a huge muffler on it. but So like, she... Maybe a God intervened on that yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I was like, y'all need to, don't put me in dangerous, we already had a podcast about Heath putting me in dangerous situations. Ah, you're or, fine. You're resilient. Uh, yeah, well, another big thing for 2023 was this podcast. We decided to start a podcast. And we did that because it's a way for you guys to get to know us more, you know, mm -hmm. like when we're out splitting wood and doing whatever, we try to do enough work. People get mad at me when I talk. They say I talk too he much. Totally talks too much. Podcasts are just talking, so they're perfect and <laughs> they don't get the views that our videos do, but that's fine because you know what we get? Great interaction. We mm -hmm. People, t oh, you brought back memories. Oh, you know, we get lots of great feedback from the people who do watch them and listen to them and we really appreciate it. So... Please continue to watch and listen and interact with us on our podcast. Maybe share them so we can maybe get some views on them. But ultimately, we have a lot of fun with them. We think you guys have fun with them. You can get to know us as people, and we're going to keep doing them. Yes. No, they've been a lot of fun. But, oh, something. See, don't turn the page yet. We have a, we have a little book here of all the things to not forget to say. Right. I think a big first, I was very proud of myself, is I cut a tree down with an axe. And contrary to what some people would say, we did not cheat with a chainsaw. Yeah, I don't know why anybody <laughs> would think that, that that tree wasn't big enough to have to cheat with a chainsaw, for one. Well, it's but... on the short. People think they see a chainsaw cut on the short, which the short is just clips from the full-length, unedited video where you can clearly see... <laughs> Every perfect and not perfect swing that Rachel makes. I had so, a lot of not perfect swings. There was no uh, no chainsaw up. involved in the felling of that tree. No, I'm like, when you watch that video, you see my very first attempt at swinging on a tree. And then I figured out how to do it and get a better form and use what, my lower body <laughs> to get some strength in there. And now it worked out well. And I was like, I cut a tree down don't really want to go do it again but i did it i do i want us to do a tree and i'm going to try to get her to do it with me so hopefully well, tell her you want us to you want rachel to chop down another tree put that in the comments let's get her going well that was another challenge that we participated in that we did not originate that no, was that was from, Tom Tom from at... fate farms pa yep. and he just you know challenged us because he knows we we're game for about anything. So. I chopped down a big beech tree that at one point I thought had a fence teep, uh, steel T-post grown into it because it was chinking and I was gassing out and it wasn't coming down. And... No, we did that live. That was yeah. a mistake. Yeah. yeah, we did. It was a. Uh... So it check out fun. Tom's channel. He has. There's a bunch of other people who participated in that. So that's fun. Robin from Outdoors with Larry and Robin thought I was going to die on the <laughs> on a live stream on YouTube. <laughs> but I had it. I had it the whole time. I knew I did. 
Um, one of the very exciting things and something that we were super impressed by, we just did. At the end of 2023, we did another factory tour, which we like mm-hmm. doing. We think it's important to learn the people behind these factories. And we got invited up to Dino. Dino. Dina, Dina, and Millington, Michigan. I feel like Trump. Dina. <laughs> it's not far from us. And we were again impressed. That factory was very clean. It was clean. Very well run. Like you, you can tell. The, I wonder if they'd come here and clean your garage. My garage is a process. <laughs> <laughs> but it was an awesome factory. Lasers, yeah. lasers for tubing, lasers for inch thick steel, like. Everything the state of the art. Everything that they've done in the past few years is just helping them stay relevant, make mm-hmm. better machines, lower their price because of their increased productivity. And we left with not only a bundler, but their brand new twenty twenty four top of the line firewood processor, the SC sixteen. We get to run that thing for at least six months. Yeah. If we can get wood to it, because it's so muddy right now, I can't get logs to it. We might to have it. to carry the logs We're going to hand carry them and load them up onto that thing just so we can run the thing. Because I'm itching to run it some more. But oh my gosh, the it was yard is so fun to run. A swamp. Like, it couldn't be easier. It's just like playing a video game. It was so super simple and easy and pretty fun. So if you didn't see that factory tour, check it out. Great atmosphere there at that company the people had fun working there and they did a lot of neat stuff like roast their own coffee a coffee bar for their employees Mm -hmm. some cashew brittle that we got to have that was really good good. one of the owners had a couple books that he had written there like they're not just a firewood processor or wood splitter company and they're going to be making wood chippers now too like they got a lot going on with all their advancements and equipment and technology they're actually manufacturing parts for some other very high-end companies and different industries so they're really growing and heading in the right direction and i think they're going to become more well known they've been in the game for a long time but i was surprised how many people said they'd never heard of dyna because maybe because we grew up in michigan we see more of them but they've been making processors for what do you say since 2013 For quite a while. It's in the video. I don't remember off the top of my head, but they've been doing it a long time. But in the last year or two, they've made some huge advancements. So check that out. So we also started our home woodyard expansion where we started dropping some trees. It's going to be the IBC tote wood storage area for seasoning wood. I still have another big beech tree there that we want to get down, but we just haven't got to it yet with everything that's going on. But we got to we started that. We got to keep growing our, our process here because we're making more wood than ever. We need more space. We need more sun. We need more wind. We need less rain. So that's what we did in 2023. We touched on a few things that we failed on, mainly being the kitchen. Huge failure. Another thing we wanted to do that we didn't do was get ahead in videos. Like We wanted to have a few videos ahead, and we just were both probably... St- stage 10 procrastinators so we get our videos done and we put them out we rush to get them done put them out podcast we're gonna get this done we're gonna put it out like you also have to understand try to get ahead but we failed at that your work schedule changed this year so then that's a whole nother thing to have to work around Heath does not have a monday through friday nine to five job it changes what days he works and what hours he's working all the time days off every week so there's only so many days that we can 
film a video on, especially once it's not summer hours and it's dark at five o'clock. So and the rain has been one of the biggest deterrents. I wouldn't say that the procrastination is so huge. Procrast- just, we're good at procrastinating, but the rain has probably pain. honestly been. I swear, the days I have to work, I work a 12-hour shift, so there's not much time for me to do anything but work, eat, and sleep when I'm working those 12s. And those days have been nice. And then I'm like, man, I got four days off, and it'll rain for five of them. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't get it, man. Right. Like, So the rain has been huge. But 2024, one of our goals is to get ahead on some videos, get ahead on the podcast well, so we don't ever miss one, so we're not rushed to get them out. So those are some of our goals. Right. Another goal, I think we can do it. We want to hit at least 20,000 subs by this time next year. We got to 12. We only have to add eight to get there. I think we can do it. We have a lot of fun with our videos. People, I think, are liking our videos, which is key to growing. So we want to get to 20,000 subscribers, which if you would have asked me a year ago or two, you know, a year and a half ago, I would have been like maybe in like five years we could get there. But I think we're going to do it. So I really want, I don't know if this is a great goal. It's something we've been trying to do. We just need gravel. We need, I don't know how many yards, tons of gravel. We're going to have to bring in some gravel trains to redo our driveway. Oh my gosh. Our driveway is a mud pit. You literally are like mud bogging when you pull in. It's got so many potholes. It's a gravel driveway. We're not going to blacktop it. But we need to redo this driveway. We've been here for eight years and it has needed to be done since we moved I've in. added a little bit of stone, but it needs, like we said, a few gravel trains. And I'd also like to get gravel now out to the wood boiler. Mm-hmm. And another project, hopefully that's done before next winter or next fall, is getting that wood boiler on a permanent concrete pad. Because so far we love the thing. It's temporarily installed. But sometimes I don't get to my goals. I think I have more time and more ability than I do. But so the the gravel for the driveway out to the wood boiler and a big concrete pad for that wood boiler are all in our goals. We've got some trips that we'd like to get done. One of them is coming up here at the end of January. January. We're going to be heading out to Maryland to firewood at the furnace. Brad, he's got his fellowship at the furnace. (laughs) And I think we're going to make it this year. We were going to fly. I think we're going to drive. It's nine hours. We might We're split it up. We're still debating. Well, if we, we just want to be able to bring stuff. Rachel bring wants to bring stuff. some homemade cookies. I promise so cookies I make cookies. Are <laughs> the best you'll ever have. And if we fly, she can't bring. I can't them, bring so. them if I fly because we'll only. I mean, like I'm not going to pay a lot of money for my ticket. So the cheapest ticket, I can only have one personal item. So like one a backpack. I can't fit all that into a backpack. Well, we got the hardworking man tour van. We got the big bus, so we can, or the maybe, van. Maybe I'll travel like you do. He likes to just sleep in the cot the whole way while I drive. So maybe that I'll reverse that. It's usually that. after I worked for 12 hours. I'll just lay in, in the, the back. Take off. Play on my phone. You can drive. This is shit. This is a false narrative. Wait a that minute. She's fitting right Wait now. Wait a minute. No, I have pictures. I take a picture every time. Oh, she does. Every time he's back there snoozing. After just, I worked a double shift. Yeah, he's like, please, you made me drive home the whole way from Bunyan. Yeah, I was working. I was working the crowd. <laughs> right, right. He, yeah, no, because you had to work like in the next day or two, so you were anticipating being tired. I actually, I had to work. Oh no, that was from that was New York. Boonville. We right. had we got back from Boonville. I dropped them off at home and turned around and went straight to work for twelve hours. Yes, actually, it was ten. I think at that time. Well, but, but we should have left earlier in the day. But you are a not great time manager, and we stayed until the very last second that we possibly could for you to still make it into work in time. And because of that, 
we got an interview with Buck and Billy Ray. If you haven't watched that video, that's right. Then check it out. Actually, we didn't. That was a. Uh, the Paul Bunyan. Bunyan Show, which we also <laughs> left late from. That's why I got him confused. But anyways, check that video out from the Paul Bunyan Show. We just interviewed other content creators. There's a lot of great tips in there. Even if you don't have or want a channel, it's just some cool history behind the channels, why they got started and stuff like that. I was going to say, I got to run the processor because we stayed at Boonville. Yes, that. Yes. She got to run the Easton Made 48C at Boonville. Right. <laughs> which is why I was late for work because she got a log jammed in there. Oh. <laughs> That's okay. Funny enough, the guys at Dynam were like, Why did Andrew say it needs to be Rachel proof? Because they didn't know the <laughs> they were story. worried about her, rightfully so. <laughs> they didn't know the story behind that, and we're like, Oh, yeah, that's kind she of a sent little a round through the wedge that was not lined up correctly when she hit that button. But listen, that trigger is so sensitive <laughs> that and... would want it to go. And Andrew just went, Whoop, there it is. <laughs> uh, He's but, like, so, I told you no. No, you didn't. We have video proof. So those were both great shows, which we already talked about. And so we might go back to Boonville. We don't know yet. We we're will definitely, definitely go going to Bunyan. back to the Paul Bunyan show. That's and October. We'll be there October 3 to 6. Yes, the first weekend in October, the Fairfield Inn in Cambridge, Ohio. Yes. It's probably booked up now, but that's where Dan from Back 40 Firewood does his live stream. A lot of the content creators and just fans hang out, and it's just a blast. There's a few hotels that are very, very close. Within walk, walking distance. Yep. <laughs> it's 20 miles if you ask Jeff and Patty Jeff. and Andrew and the Easton Made crew. They walked, they walked over two years ago. Two years ago. Um, the Hoosier Firewood Hysteria, we, we touched on it earlier. Mike from K&L Firewood puts it on. Splitting wood for veterans. I mean, that's a great American cause right there. And mm -hmm. it's a lot of fun. A lot of great guys there. We're going to try to be there for the whole weekend so we have more time to hang out, have fun, relax, hang around the campfire, weather permitting, and still get all the wood done. And I haven't talked to Mike yet. But I think we're going to bring the Dyna if he wants us to. So if you guys want to run the Dyna SC-16, we might have it there. And you guys can give a firewood processor a test run if you've never run one before. So that'll be fun. That'll be cool. And it'll be a long drive towing that thing down there. But I think it'll be worth right. it. Right. So that's in Indiana the end of April approximately. And there's a campground. You can stay for free. And we'll be camping yeah, but there's going to be permitting. a lot of great people there. I think Jack <laughs> from uh, Log Cabin Firewood might be there this year. Tony TC's Outdoors. I mean, I'm not going to say who's going to be there and who's not going to be there. Plans change. Because things come up. People can't make it or people do make it. But you that's know. kind of a little more central. I mean, it's like those of you a little western on the United States can make it to Indiana easier than you can make it to New York if you're going to drive. So if you want to come run some machines and help the veterans... So hang out that's with us. Pretty much a wrap of 2023. What we have to look forward to and goals for 2024, where we're going to be in 2024 that we know of right now. And thank you to everyone who watches, listens, comments, subscribes, mm -hmm. all of that. We couldn't have done this without you guys. It's more than we ever expected. And we hope to grow exponentially in 2024. Right. So. Hope you all have a happy new year and stay safe. Get a driver if you need one, <laughs> but you're probably just going to sit home and watch the hardworking man podcast on loop. So that's probably <laughs> the best idea to do tonight. <laughs> all, right. all right, guys, have a good week. Happy new year. <laughs>